I think a lot of people get into the weeds when they're trying to please everybody. You want to please a specific group. You have a lot more success with that and then build your content around that group and how they speak and how they want to see and hear. Hi, this is Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, host of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I want to serve you. This pandemic has been so hard on America's small businesses and on just America in general. If you're ready to start your dream business, boy, do I have a great offer for you. I am giving away 1,000 copies of my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months. Over 100,000 people have this book. It has been printed in multiple languages around the world, and I wanted to find a way to serve America's small businesses in this pandemic. And so I'm giving away a thousand copies of my book. All you have to do to get your copy is head over to beginmybiz.com slash free offer to, you know, sign up for your copy. All you have to do is pay shipping and we will mail one out to you. I am so excited about this. I want to serve you. Grab your copy today. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, America's number one small business expert, and I'd like to welcome you to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. The Small Biz Chef Podcast is a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable business advice. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. The goal of the Small Biz Chat Podcast is to give our small business audience the opportunity to hear sage advice from multiple angles so that you can take your business to the next level. All right, it is time for me to introduce my guest. His name is Andy Seely, and he is a master in sales and digital marketing, having led a number of companies and helped clients achieve success. Andy leads a team of digital marketing mavens as the CEO and co-founder of his firm, Creatively Disruptive. Andy's previous experiences have taken him from retail to the publishing world. In addition to his role as CEO, he actively mentors other business owners. For more information about him, you can check him out at creativelydisruptive.com. Andy, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Excited. All right. Where is that accent from? What is your origin story? How did you get to the United ah, States? <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep, deep Southern accent. It's originally New Zealand. And I arrived here in 1999, April 1999, and met a girl. I was supposed to be here for six months and met a girl. And 21 years, 22 years later, I'm still, you know, she's now my wife and I'm still here. Supposed to be on my way to England. It was like a, a six-month stop-off in the United States, and it turned into a 22-year one. Okay. Well, hey, nothing nothing will make you stay longer than a, the girl of your dreams. That's for sure. Exactly. So tell me, how did you become a sales and marketing guru? It's not something that you kind of like decide to do. I think it's more of a communication thing, right? So I think one of my, one of my first jobs, I, I don't like like using my hands. I like my, I have very very like nice little hands that don't have many calluses and stuff on them. So <laughs> sales probably is, is, is the best place to go. Uh, my first job ever actually was a car sales guy. 
my dad was a ran a car car dealership and I actually sold some cars. I didn't really do very well and I wasn't very didn't wasn't very excited about it. Um, but then I got into sports science with a focus on team development and team building. And I learned that sales, you know, sales or, or convincing or, or bringing people along on your plan and understanding what you're trying to accomplish is a, a real critical part of, of team building and, and, and leading a team. You know, I, I do believe any anybody who's a CEO needs to have an element, any successful one has to have an element of sales and gift of the gab to be able to communicate effectively what the vision is and what your mission is. My first real job in the United States was working for CarMax as a sales manager. And obviously I learned a lot of stuff from their, their processes way back in the day. This is like in, in, in the early 2000s when CarMax was still kind of like getting their feet and Circuit City was still around, which Circuit City owned them back then. And then I got into some sales training with an amazing sales training process that was all about consultative communication, which basically helped people convince themselves that they needed to do business with you rather than you convincing them of anything, just helping them through, like consulting them like a, I guess, like a psychiatrist through to the decision that you wanted. And, sure. and it's just grown through that, through all the different businesses that I've run and operated. And I, I see it as a critical part of just success, regardless of whether or not you're trying to sell a product, communicating and explaining yourself in a way that gets people's buy-in, I think is critical. I agree. I agree. So a lot has changed about online marketing, right? Especially since the pandemic, everybody's buying everything online. I mean, even my mom, like we use Instacart now to get groceries, which is like amazing. So tell me how that has complicated things for, you know, the small business owners that are still trying to sort of like finish their digital pivot, if you will. I actually think uh, the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to online marketing. But, you know, if you want to call the pandemic a good thing in any way, it's really forced a lot of people because, you know, when we were locked down, when we were stuck in our houses, when we couldn't move, our connection with the world or sometimes our way of getting our groceries was through online. And, you know, we, we decided, funnily enough, last year as one of our small business niches that we wanted to try to see if we could do well at. And it was a little bit of a challenge for my team was I said to the team, I want to work with California-based restaurants, right? During the pandemic, that might seem like a crazy thing. But the reality is those restaurants that we worked with, and we worked with probably, we ended up working with about 10 of them. All of them did very well with their takeout, and they never sold did takeout. And they would argue that that takeout business that we were able to generate for them kept their heartbeat going, whilst they, you know, the majority of their revenue was closed down due to being closed. And, you know, I think basically if you're not online right now, you're not being seen. Back in the day, right, you'd see, you know, AAA 111 carpet care. And the reason why people would name themselves that is they wanted to be on the first page under carpet care in the yellow pages. Google, in a very real sense, is our new yellow pages. If, you, if you're looking for something, Melinda, you break out your phone, you probably Google it, right? So if you're not there, you're not going to be seen. And I, I would say right now, the pandemic, if anything, especially with e-commerce, our e-commerce clients doubled, tripled, one of them 10 times their revenue during the pandemic. Our clients that were more brick and mortar based, obviously they struggled because the majority of their revenue was through brick and mortar, was through live interaction with people. Um, but the ones that pivoted to actually find a way to actually produce an online product actually did much better than those that didn't. And, and more importantly, when they reopened, it was like a springboard to get that business back on top quickly. Mm -hmm. 
what about B2B folks? Is it is it just about LinkedIn? Like what what's your B2B folks? Because they're used to going out, calling on customers, having these sort of like introductory meetings where they're listening and finding out the problem. I mean, what are those guys, you know, how has online, you know, really changed for them? I'll give you ourselves as an as an example. We're B2B, right? Our clients are small businesses, our clients are e-commerce, our clients, you know, our, our businesses. We get probably 95% of our incoming inquiries, and we don't do a lot of outreach, cold outreach, um, through Facebook and Instagram. And the reason why that works is the targeting system and audience building that you can do on Facebook and Instagram. Melinda, you're on Instagram, right? You're on yeah. Facebook. You know, Most people who are running and operating companies have some kind of Instagram or Facebook account, and I can put my message in front of them every time you go on there just to you know, tickle you up and get you excited about working with us. And LinkedIn, I think there's still got a little way to go where it will work for everybody with certain types of businesses. I think it's quite effective. The beauty of Facebook is the, the flexibility and the, and the content-driven marketing that it is in a very real sense that can really build a brand and really build a sense of what that company is all about. And so from a business-to-business standpoint, I love Facebook and, and Instagram done correctly. Tell me about how you suggest that people make their website into a conversion machine. Think about your audience. Um, I think a lot of people get into the weeds when they're trying to please everybody. You want to please a specific group. You have a lot more success with that and then build your content around that group and how they speak and how they want to see and hear, right? They the best clients that we have are very specific and they speak the language of the audience that they're trying to win. You know, the, the people that we end up not working with, which, you know, the incoming inquiries where there's somebody who started a drop shipping account or something and, and they're selling tire irons next to car audios, next to, you know, lingerie, next to cooking equipment. They struggle because there's too many audiences, too many neat, too many people, too many different ways of communicating that you need to put together. So I would say, think about your niche, think about the, who the audience is, good copy, good content that inspires that specific audience. I think being audience centric is is probably the, 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 the magic source. I love it. I love it. All right. So I'm going to give you seven marketing terms. And I want you to rank them in order of importance. And I want you to tell me why. All right. Each one. Each one. All right. So I'm going to give you SEO, website, content, social media, email, mobile, and online ads. SEO is a difficult one. Okay. SEO is very different. It's changed over the years. SEO to me is just a well-built website. So I'm going to put that a little bit further down on the category list. I would say I would lead with probably content. If you're not actually speaking the language of your audience, if you're not actually have something that people are interested in, if you're not presenting it in a way that's going to excite them, um, it's all the rest of it's going to struggle, right? So you kind of like need to make sure that you've got your, and when I say content, that's photography, that's your copy, that's the way you present it, all of that good stuff. Um, second up, I would say making sure that it's very mobile operated, so very mobile friendly. For good or for bad, we're all on our phones walking into brick walls as we're walking on the street, um, or walking and falling in, into 
manholes and so forth. But we're on our on our mobile phone. If you're not executing well on mobile, you're struggling. So I'd probably put mobile next. I would say your website would be would probably be third on that list. And obviously that would be a mix of mobile and you know, website friendly, you know, desktop friendly and so forth. Making sure that the website is well put together and fills people with confidence. Confidence is massive. People, if you're going to ask somebody to give you your credit card number or give them, give your data, um, they need to trust where that is and, and if that's correct. So I'd say website probably in there would be, and it would probably be in the website would be SEO, but from the point of view of a well-built website that the engines are going to like and, and, and do business with would be there. Then I'd probably go with social media, online ads, you know, social media and online ads. I kind of like think of it's kind of works hand in hand. One of the beauties of online ads nowadays is our ability, especially with Facebook and Instagram, is how how accurately we can go after the correct audience. So all of that rest of all of the rest of it uh, works best. I can drive a hundred thousand of the same kind of person that is really interested in Melinda. It's going to make it much more likely that you get conversions, right? Rather than me just driving a hundred thousand people that don't know anything about you and aren't interested. That's sure. not going to drive conversions. So online ads, I, I would say would kind of be online ads, social media, social media, because you kind of need to be on there. If you're not on there, you're not being seen. It's the, it's the billboard. It's the cheapest billboard for a small business to be a part of, if I'm honest with you. And that's kind of where most small businesses are making their money, I would say, on social media with, with online ads. I don't think you generate sales without that online ad component, if I'm honest with you. You need to be getting those consistent online sales through your, your, your online ads. And then the email, and I don't want email to be diminished because email is really important from an ongoing relationship standpoint. And in reality, it's kind of like a mixture. We don't do business with customers just doing their Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. We typically will do Facebook ads, Google ads, uh, email marketing, and conversion rate optimization, which is really the new CEO, mm -hmm. uh, CEO SEO. <laughs> uh, and we have them all working together, and they work as a machine that actually can produce massive results. I would always urge people to not just do, say, Google ads without Facebook ads. Google ads is like can pour high intent clients and Facebook ads can capture them and continue the relationship. So there's, there's a whole machine that you need to build. So all of them are very important, but that would be my ranking. Okay. Well, I think that's helpful. Right before we go to break, I got to ask you, short form video, I think is like starting to take over social media. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, video, full stop, long form or short form, short form because a lot of the platforms are rewarding that kind of stuff, which means the algorithm is going to give you a little bit more love. But also people just, just I mean, I wish it was different. I, I love long form conversations. I'm a bit long winded oftentimes. But the reality is, especially on our cell phones, I'm prepared to give you 15 seconds, right? You're, you're absolutely right. I think it's a game changer. And if you can distill what you're trying to get across in 15 seconds in lots of different creative ways, I think you have an advantage. All right. Well, listen, I have really been enjoying talking to you, Andy. When we, when we come right back, we're going to talk more about does everybody need ads? And we will be right back. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, and I'm known as America's number one small business expert. I know a thing or two about how to run a successful business. I've been running my own for over 20 years, and I'm often asked, how do I actually become my own boss? 
It starts with knowing what you want and why. Then you need to figure out how you're fun your dream business. Next, you must research your idea and make sure you understand everything that's involved. Next, you must determine your target customer, then complete your business plan. And finally, it's time to start your business as a side hustle first, if you can. I wrote my best-selling book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, to give you a roadmap to business success. And over 100,000 people in multiple languages around the world have been helped by this book. And now to support people affected by this pandemic, I'm giving away a thousand copies of Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months for free. All you need to do is pay the shipping and handling fees. If you're ready to turn your calling into income, claim your free copy of my book today. Don't delay. This offer is only good while supplies last. Click the button below and get yours before they're all gone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Andy Seeley, and we're talking digital marketing. All right, Andy, you made a comment a few minutes ago that I, I had to call you out on. You said that you're really not going to make sales online unless you're doing ads. So are you saying everybody needs to be buying ads? Is that what you, is it, are you standing on your platform and saying yeah, that? It's, it's about consistency. For me, I'm not into the, I'm going to make 100,000 this month and then I'm, and then I'm okay with making 20,000. If I, if we get you to 100,000, we want it to be the month, we want it to be 110 the month after, 120 the month after. It's about scaling and consistency. And what we see about online ads is our ability to constantly flow a audience into our machine, right? And you know, to build our email lists to make sure we've got that traffic on on our pages. You know, having a mixture of Google ads and Facebook ads. So Google is bringing the high intent, active seeking something right this moment, and Facebook being able to remarket and keep capture that audience and keep it in your system for up to like six months and keep recycling until they buy from you. You're only gonna be able to start using those parts of those platforms if you pay, unfortunately. You, you got you, you're, to be able to use the true strength of those platforms, you gotta pay. That's how they pay their, their people, right? Google wants you to pay. And that can lead to tremendous consistent results. And when you say everybody need to, like you know, we've, we have clients from ballerina dance schools that just wanna have 120 kids involved to it all the way up to multi-million dollar online e-commerce clients that are doing you know a million two million dollars a month in revenue and all of them are benefiting from it and you know the, the difference is the e-com guy you know when he's maybe starting out and testing he's got to be spending you know a hundred bucks a day or whatever the little ballerina who's they only want to market to a little five mile radius around you which you can do with google and facebook and instagram they only maybe need to spend 10 to 20 dollars a day to get things going. And it's about getting that interest and getting things going. You gotta think to yourself, where do people spend most of their time? Most people aren't watching TV, they're not reading, looking at coupon books, they're spending it on Facebook, Instagram, and Google. That's where 95% of the eyeballs are, right? And my wife, I remember once said to me, do you think social media is kind of like the new referral kind of system and I'm like you know as in that's the way people can share information and share hey look at this cool thing that I've got or hey here's a really cool business and I'm like absolutely that's basically what it is and it, and it allows us to have some absolute control over our destiny most small businesses I'll wrap it up with this one most small businesses say to me when they begin oh I do really good refer re referrals the best form of advertising is a good referral from a good customer and I'm like great but you're playing in the same pool, what are you doing to build that pool? 
the way to build that pool is with digital paid advertising in my mind. All right, Andy, what's the best business advice anyone's ever given you? The best business advice anybody's ever given me would be to never give up. You lose when you when you give up, right? You can re-strategize, you can pivot, you can change, but don't give up. The moment you lose is when you give up. I've seen so many businesses do the proverbial digging in the coal mine and are that far away from the diamonds and they give up because it's just too hard. When if they just stayed at it a little bit longer, worked at it a little bit harder, they would have broke through. And I don't know anybody that's successful that hasn't had tremendous difficulties that they've had to overcome at some point. And the difference between those that were successful and those that weren't we're the ones that just decided I'm going to knuckle down and I'm got, not going to give up. I'm going to push through. All right, Andy, what's your favorite podcast? Well, very similar answer to Dory, but I would, I actually like long-winded, long discussions and I really enjoy Joe Rogan. I really do. I knew you were going to say Joe Rogan when you started that. <laughs> A lot of people on this show have said that. What is your favorite business app? My favorite business app, business app. Gosh, I don't use a lot of business apps on my phone if you were talking about a phone app. If we're talking about a online SaaS type app, I would say Watergraph. Watergraph. Okay. It sounds really stupid to say that, but it's a wonderful reporting system that allows you to just do the reporting that the client wants and, and focus on the things that they need. If we're talking about phone apps, I love Facebook and Instagram. Listen, thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. If you're still working on your digital pivot, be sure to grab my new book, Become Your Own Boss in 12 Months, Revise and Expand It. I've got all of the great stuff in there that you need, like how to sell on Amazon, how to buy ads, and how to develop a sales process. You can get your copy today. Head over to Become Your Own Boss book. Dot com And I've got some amazing bonuses over there. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Small Biz Chat Podcast. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady, your host. Until next time, remember this, you never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, Visit SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.